3: Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one of your hosts. I'm in Las Vegas. Your other host is on East Coast. He's in Boston. That's Josh Applebaum. Josh, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Pritch. Happy Faith of the Public Friday, and my man, we got a lot to get to. My new favorite segment is uh, running the board here, so we'll go through all these NFL Week Two games. Excited for that. Uh, obviously, the G-men came up absolutely massive last night for for dog betters like myself here, Pritch. So uh, keeping tally here of all these dogs now, thirteen and four ATS in the NFL, seventy six point five percent. Do we expect dogs to cash? three out of four times. No, this, at some point, this thing is going to dissipate a bit, but a great start early in the season when you really want to target these dogs, Mm -hmm. they've been coming through so far. Uh, And Pritch, the thing that, you know, we talked about in a system that I saw you, you asked me again, and you wrote it down. Remember that system, short road dogs, plus six or less. That's That's right. A really, a really good grinder spot here, Pritch cash cash last night. uh, And obviously now six and one ATS. So if you're six or less dog on the road, six and one ATS this year, since 2019, one eleven and 71 ATS, 61%. It was intriguing with that game. Pritch is like we saw that late movement to Washington. I got a little nervous. I got a three and a half. I was feeling good. I thought I may go to three goes the other way, but I think as betters, you know, we just got to do what's, what's comfortable with us. And one thing I think, you know, is the teachable moment a bit is if you like a play and maybe don't get a good number, stick with it. A lot of people may, you know, buy, uh, buy the other side or buy back again. Uh, sometimes you can turn, you know, maybe one loss into two there. So uh, good hit there with these divisional dogs. Also, Pritch uh, got a late score in the Ohio game against Louisiana to mm-hmm. get that over. And then how about the sparks in the WNBA coming up bigly uh, for, for the WNBA <laughs> betters here. So big day, Pritch. I'm, I'm jacked. It's a great Friday. Yeah.
2: All five of you. Cause you said it was a niche uh, betting sport, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah. Here we are in a football frenzied Friday. How about that? Cause we're going to go down the list, uh, go down the schedule in, in the National football league of all these games. But let's focus on that Thursday night matchup though. The reason why I stayed away from the game. One was because of your info that I wrote down. Uh, The road, the short road dog, uh, divisional dog situation. So I like that play. But then the movement towards the football team, too, uh, had me perplexed. I I, I was scratching my head here and I couldn't make a decision. So I stayed away. But then also when you break down a game, Josh, uh, you know, you look at the matchups, whether it was the Washington football team in that front versus the malign offensive line for the New York Giants. But yet the Giants as players. See, that's what I look at, Josh. As players, you kind of take pride in that performance and and everybody's doubting you. And so you got a great effort uh, by the New York football Giants there in that game.
1: Yeah, really put forth a great effort. And you kind of feel bad for Daniel Jones because he went out there and I think he was a baller. I mean, he played very, very well. Slayton's, you know, dropped touchdown pitch. If that was you, you oh. would have caught it. I think catch it today. You catch it in your prime. You'd always make that catch yes. there. But. Tough spot there. The other thing that kind of annoyed me, and I didn't have the Giants on the money line, but there was a play as well where McKissick scores a touchdown, and they just had three defensive linemen spaced out. Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't you put (laughs) five guys on the line? to stop the run. So there are definitely questionable, you know, things happening there. But I think the overall uh, picture of Pritch, is when you're making a bet to me, you want to check off as many boxes as you can. Mm-hmm. So even though that, that late move toward Washington, it's undeniable. There was some late money uh, breaking, uh, you know, the football team's way we did the show it was three and a half It was inching up towards four. But what I like to do is a data driven better. Is check off as many boxes as I can. Uh, Pritch, I feel like better call Saul. I'm a lawyer. You know, I'm trying to make as, as compelling of a case as I can to try to convince a jury. And the jury is myself as the, as the better here. So uh, you had a divisional dog, you know, divisional dogs built in familiarity, bark loudest overall, knowing your opponent, knowing the opposing stadium, the opposing coaches, Levels of the playing field, benefits the team getting points. You're also a dog in a primetime game, a contrarian dog. So you had about uh, a little less than two thirds of bets on Washington. So just from a walk into a bar and everyone's betting a, a WFT ticket, there I like to be on the other side of that. Also, dog low totals. You know the total in that one, Pritch. One surprising thing we got to keep an eye out for these low totals. That thing sailed over. You end up, you know, getting what 59 points mm-hmm. there. Um, but we did see under money 42 and a half to 40 and a half. But with that correlative betting, a dog with a low total, always a good thing because uh, it, it was a high-scoring game here, but typically, uh, fewer expected points scored. It makes it harder for the favorite to cover. So even though that late move definitely gave me anxiety, it's happened a couple times now, Pritch. Same thing happened to me with uh, with the Houston Texans in Jacksonville. I love Texans plus three all summer. It goes to three and a half. I'm starting to get nervous here, Pritch. I'm biting my fingernails, but I'm sticking <laughs> with it. And, of course, uh, you know they, they roll for you here. So yeah. you, I think everyone may know me as like a big line move guy, and I love line movement. I think it's the most important thing uh, to look at when you're betting but I don't think you have to go with every single line move all the time. If you can build a compelling case and check off four or five boxes, maybe it breaks a half point away from you. Maybe the juice is going the other way, but if you can you know, create that case of worth betting, I think you're with your original play. And obviously the G men came through last night for dog better.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then you can find those edges too. Like for me as a player now better, I'm finding edges with that Washington football team and that defense. Yeah, they bend. That's a Del Rio staple right there as a defense. You're going to give up and yield a lot of yards. But are you going to prevent touchdowns like outside of the big play the receiver dropping the ball uh, for the Giants? And then Daniel Jones, that was not a holding call, by the way. Uh, But yet you negate that only five field goals were going to beat you in that game if you're the football team. And uh, you got to avoid the late turnover, too. I I thought Taylor Heineke played well, uh, 336 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, But the football team, they cannot escape how young they are, and so they do turn the ball over once again, Josh, uh, deep in their own territory.
1: Yeah. So I think Heineke kind of a mixed bag. I mean, he has that backbreaking turnover late, which almost cost him the game, but mm-hmm. uh, that, that thrower in back corner of the end zone, Pritch, oh. put it perfectly. He was on the move. I mean, that's one of the best throws that I've seen in a long time. I mean, that takes elite skill there to make that happen. But I think with Heineke, you know, this Washington football team, I don't, if you're going to get in these shootouts, I don't think that plays to their style at all. You know, you want to be in these lower scoring games. That's definitely going to benefit them. So again, sloppy play early kind of across the board, my Patriots fumbled a couple times mm-hmm. here, Pritch, these things happen early. I think you kind of clean them up a bit, but definitely the the defense of the football team. And you didn't, they didn't, I don't know if they had a ton of pressure. I expected maybe more pressure from, uh, you know, from their front four getting to uh, Daniel Jones, but poor Daniel Jones Pritch. prime time. He's got a 60 yard <laughs> run and then he, the turf monster gets him. Then he has a great run and there's a phantom holding call there. So uh, either way, I think the G men, what I like about them is they kind of lose what they cover. They're going to be a team for me that I think the public is just going to say oh, they're going to make a mistake. They're going to do something stupid. I can't bet them, but buying low on these teams, they're kind of like the anti chiefs, like okay. chiefs always win, but don't cover. It seems to me like with the G men, they, they don't win as much, but they do cover quite a bit. So the public perception of this team moving forward, I'm probably going to be buying low on the G men. Cause I think, I think they're going to be competitive. Can they keep? Think, can they win these close games, Pritch? I don't know. The jury's still out. But I think they're going to be competitive and maybe cover some dog numbers this year.
2: Yeah, that's great information right there to follow away. And then Galladay going off on Daniel Jones on the sideline. Man, that's your quarterback. You better not. You better stop doing that stuff. Uh, if you want the football, let's get to some BetMGM insights. Always intrigued by this, Josh, and, and certainly your interpretation of what we're getting from BetMGM. So the most games uh, bet, the most bet games, I guess, we'll start there to take account count standpoint. The Cowboys and the Chargers, and we got the Saints, Panthers, the 49ers, and the Eagles as well.
1: Yeah, so the first one that caught my eye is Dallas and the Chargers. I'll be honest, Pritch, this is the hardest game for me to cap okay. uh, this uh, this weekend because you got a couple things going on. Number one, dogs are killing it, 13-4 mm-hmm. ATS, short road dogs, plus six or less. We talked about a minute ago, uh, 61% the last couple years. So that would match with Dallas. Also, Dallas has a big rest advantage. You know, they played that Thursday night, Chargers played Sunday. I like to take advantage of those dog spots when you have more time to rest, rehab, get ready, game plan, all that. Now they do have some injuries, you know, Lawrence and some of these other things that are happening, and obviously uh, Gallup as well. So all my dog stuff in and really, uh, you know, extra time to, to prepare and get ready matches with Dallas. But here's the thing, Pritch, I think there's a little smart money on, on the Chargers here because they opened minus three. The public is actually on Dallas here. I think even though they saw them losing that opener, they played well and, you know, Dak looked good. So public is saying, give me the points here. Yet this line opened chargers minus three. It's up to minus three and a half. So I like getting the hook here with Dallas. It worries me. You may have a little fade the trendy dog value there on the chargers. I want to know, does it stay at three and a half? Does it come back down to three? Some of these juices I see look like they may go back down to three. So again, it worries me a bit movement toward chargers, but I'll still lean on these dogs for now and lean Dallas in this one. Now, the other one that caught my eye, Pritch, is uh, is New Orleans and Carolina. You Mm -hmm. mentioned this as another really heavily bet game here. I kind of like buying uh, low here on Carolina. Uh, this would be that divisional dog angle. Again, public is all over New Orleans after what they saw. No one could believe it. You know, Packers playing terrible, and and Jameis uh, look at, looking like, uh, you know, John Elway there, your former teammate, Pritch. But this game opened, you know, a lot of these books were uh, minus three, got up to like four at one point. You had buyback at four or three and a half. I'd looking at a divisional dog at home with Carolina, super contrarian when everyone's betting New Orleans there in that one. Uh, and then 49ers-Eagles. The this is one of my favorite games of the week, Pritch. Right. Give me the Eagles in this one. Uh, this is kind of a, a perfect storm here where it's one of the most lopsided plays. Two-thirds of bets are on San Fran. Uh, they didn't cover. They covered early number if you got like a 7.5 early. but you had to actually, uh, the Lions cover that one with that inflated line late. What I go this one, Pritch, even though Philly looked really good against your former team, the Falcons, everyone is kind of saying, hey, maybe that's a fluke. We don't believe in the Eagles. They're only getting about – uh, a third of bets here in a home opener spot. So, but I go this one, Pritch, open like three and a half or even four at some shops. Uh, now down to three. And I love that the juice on the plus three for the Eagles is minus 115. Like it may get to two and a half. I'm going to see going into uh, Sunday, do we get to two and a half? Because it's really trending that way. I love again betting against that West Coast team going mm-hmm. east for one o'clock game. To me, the Eagles are one of the sharpest plays of the week. You would have loved the hook three and a half, but even three, you may still beat the closing line because it may get down to two and a half there.
2: Yeah, I was actually surprised that the 49ers did not stay in that time zone, uh, that they actually went back to San Francisco, and now they're going to go all the way back across country uh, to that East Coast time zone too. So uh, COVID playing, uh, I guess, ruining the plans or maybe playing a role uh, in the 49ers going back home. Uh, certainly, so uh, here you go. I mean, maybe an edge right there. I was looking at the fact that the Saints and the Panthers, they're identical offensively. Brady, uh, Peyton, same kind of offense, so maybe the Panthers at home, nothing's going to be unfamiliar to them uh, as they face the Saints and, and James Winston.
1: Yeah, again, and we talk about these divisional dogs, Pritch, you know, this is really where you can make your money because you're getting the hook here. You have public perception saying new Orleans is great yet. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see this movement, Pritch, I- I'll be surprised, or I guess I won't be surprised. Some of these books are maybe going down to three for the Carolina New okay. Orleans game. So we always talk about, you know, uh, you can't just wake up on a Sunday at uh, you know, and, and, and drink too much the previous night, be hung over and bet, and bet all your games at 11 o'clock. you got to monitor these numbers and pick off these hooks before they move. So that would be one that I'd be looking at Carolina plus three and a half. It looks like it's coming down to three. I think that's a three point game and the hook may save you in that one.
2: Yeah. How about that? And then highest handle too, with the Rams right there minus three and a half uh, from a highest handle percentage standpoint. Uh, Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the job sites combined. According to Talentist. visit indeed.com slash credit more football frenzy here on Friday coming up next.
3: renters you can use angie too for moving installations or cleaning angie can even help with extremely specific projects just tell them what you need and angie will find the right solution for you get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i.com or download the app today it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with
0: victoria cash
2: America
3: with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on v the sports Betting Network.
2: Football season is here and it's time to download BetMGM Sports, Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sports Whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So, Josh, before we continue with uh, Football Frenzy here on a Friday, the 49ers did stay uh, on that time zone. So they had that similar situation last year. Uh, back-to-back games uh, on the East Coast. So you think about that, uh, COVID did not ruin those plans. They did stay out in West Virginia, we believe. So uh, they did want to stay acclimated to that time zone uh, as they're going to play the Eagles there.
1: Yeah. Great information. Pritch. You want know to love about you. You always double check your work. That's remember Remember we did math class back in the day, you got to double check, right. and show your work. Great, great job, my man. No, yeah. again, that, so we can eliminate that angle a little bit, that West coast team going East one o'clock. Um, but the other thing I'd be looking at, Pritch, you know, maybe a higher scoring game in that one. A lot of mm-hmm. these books open 48, they're up to like 49 and a half. We saw Philly score a bunch of points. Their defense looked great. But also San Fran scored a ton against Detroit. Defense gave up a ton of points as well. So that's one of those, uh, you know, kind of non-division overs that's on the rise a bit. If you got anything close to like 48 and a half, 49, I think we could break 50 points there, maybe 25 points each. I'd be looking at the over there as well, along with uh, the Eagles at three, which may, may, may creep down to two and a half.
2: All right, Josh, uh, we're going to unveil something new here on the show. Uh, football frenzy here on a Friday. Uh, Pritchard's Pritchard's playbook. Not, we can call it Ooh. Pritchard's, but we'll say Pritch's, Pritchard's playbook. Look at that uh, photo. I know. How about that? <laughs> How about it. that? You like that? <laughs>
1: That's great. <laughs> you're looking
2: sharp. <laughs> I was about to knock somebody out, Josh. I had that look in my <laughs> eye. Uh, so here's my play in pocket so far. I got a teaser to a uh, team teaser here uh, with the Patriots and the Hawks. I teased them down to pick them situations right there.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're good in, with your teaser here, Pritch. Obviously, we like going through key numbers here, bringing them back to basically a pick, just win the game. Now, Patriots had a ton of respect and money hit them, Pritch. Okay. You know, they open... A lot of these books, I saw like three and a half all mm-hmm. the way up to like six. It worries me now. I would I like your teaser much more than, than laying the points. To be honest, I'm yeah. a Pats fan. Kind of a must-win game for the Patriots here. You don't want to go down O2. I think teams go down O2 two. They'll only make the playoffs like eight percent of the time. So uh if I wanna if I want to go to the, the, the postseason pitch, Pats need to win here. But now that open three and a half, it's all the way up to six. I can't possibly lay a six after the, all this line movement. I'd be even maybe buying low at the Jets there, plus six at that number. Okay. And also pitch Tennessee, Seattle. Minus six, six and a half kind of stayed where it's at. That thing may be going to seven, mm-hmm. kind of the way it's moving here. So we'll keep an eye on that. So hope you cash your teaser there, my man.
2: Yeah, me too. I mean, because that's in my pocket right now. And then I got the leans. So I wanted to wait until we did the show today here on a football frenzied Friday. Uh, and, and so we got the Cowboys uh, at that number plus three and a half over the Chargers. Now, uh, I knew you were going to mention the rest uh, system uh, that's in play here. Uh, I know there's some suspensions as well as uh, injury situations right there with the Cowboys, too. Uh, But I like the rest angle, though. I really do like the rest angle. And I really like the fact that the Chargers, even though they're going to be at home, um, in the red zone against the Washington football team last week, they were not productive, right? Not to the level that they needed to be. So I wonder if they're able to iron that out, or will that give an advantage in opening the door a little bit for the Cowboys?
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Pritch. And again, this was a lean Dallas to me as well. My only trip up here is that they are the public play, yet it went minus three to three and a half for the Chargers. So Damn. we got to admit that there was a little respect to money there, Chargers. But I'm with you. Not every game is just based on the line. move. We, we saw it last night. Again, uh, it was a one-point game, which Giants cover. You had that late half-point move to Washington. So I think you got to keep building your case. And one thing you mentioned is that rest advantage. That's something that's, that I always look at pretty soon we'll get hockey and we will be betting hockey again. And that's really, really pronounced betting hockey as well. If you're a back-to-back team Mm -hmm. uh, versus a team that's rested because these really physical sports really provides an edge. If you have extra time to rest, rehab, recuperate, and really it's with the coaching staff, more time to game film, read, you know, watch the film, game plan, do all that. Uh, The other thing is when you're betting a dog, Pritch, I want a dog that scores points. I'd much rather have a dog uh, that can keep up offensively. I think obviously the offense of, of Prescott looking good with, Uh, Against Tampa Bay, that kept them in the game, and that covered that number. So, with Prescott looking good, he didn't look, you know, uh, play a ton this summer. He was kind of, uh, you know, held held back because of all these injuries. Now he's got a a game under his belt. You have time to practice here. He's probably practicing more now than he did all summer. So again, maybe it's a shootout. Maybe it's a three point game. I thought could be crucial. Again, I don't love the tiny bit move there to Chargers, okay. but I am going to ride this dog trend until the wheels fall off here. Pritchett, yeah, Cowboys,
2: Cowboys, pretty aggressive too in that opening game, and so here you go. You want to avoid going down o two, uh, expecting the Cowboys to kind of be aggressive again against the Chargers. How about the Colts uh, over the Rams, leaning towards the Colts, trying to avoid that o two situation too. Back to back home games. I know what this environment's like from the coaches. There's an urgency. There's a fire lit with the Colts right now, and so uh, I don't know if this line, Josh, suggests that people might have the bias towards the Rams or not. But I do like the Colts here. I'm leaning that way, anyway.
1: Yeah, Pritch. So my segment is coming up. I don't hope they don't have my uh, my junior's football photo on there. I mean, you <laughs> avert your eyes there. But uh, Pritch, I'm right there with you. We talk about overreaction week. This is a blueprint game. Everybody betting the Rams. I'm looking at uh, three out of four bets, if not more, laying it with the Rams. People saying, are you kidding me? The Rams rolled against Chicago, one by 20 on primetime. Uh, and you look at the Colts, they lose by 12 at home to Seattle. So the Rams are the way better team playing better. Colts don't look good. How is this line only three and a half? I think uh, that public perception is really kind of a gambler's fallacy way to look at these line moves. You know, these lines are being set based on what the odds makers are punching into their computers, models, algorithms, formulas, and power ratings. Uh, they're not putting this out there. I don't believe in trap games, Bridge. I believe in trap public perceptions. I think it's a trap public perception here where how can you not play the Rams yet? The line movement is really good here toward, uh, you know, toward the Colts. A lot of these books actually open Rams minus four, and they're one of the most lopsided plays of the week, yet it's down to three and a half. I love that you're buying low on the Colts. I love that you're selling high on the Rams, to me, this is going to be a tight game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts win this game, Pritch. I'll be honest. Am I bold enough to go money line? Not really. I love getting the hook three and a half, though. I'm with you. This is the overreaction or one of the best overreaction plays of the week.
2: I agree with you right there. We got a graphic, too, that we're about to show. Uh, teams after 0-2 starts uh, making the playoffs, to make the playoffs, 11.6% to win a division, 5.8%. Uh, and that's based on a 16-game schedule. So now we got 17 games. I think, uh, I, I think it really highlights that, too, a little bit more in terms of the 0-2 starts. Josh, one thing I know from a player's perspective is that uh, when you get off to a slow start, everything comes into question. Like, coaches, do they have the right players? Or do we, are we using uh, the players in the right way? Um, we're questioning the coaches. Do they know what they're doing upstairs? You know, we're getting bad game plans. I mean, you don't want that to seep in. Uh, and so if the Colts a lot of expectations here on this franchise, on this team uh, with Wentz. I mean, I, I know what this week is all about for that football team.
1: Yeah, I love that you can provide this insight for us, Pritch, because you're really taking us into the locker room and how they approach these games. You know, I'm looking at them pretty much strictly from a numbers perspective, but that added motivation that maybe you can't cap, or maybe it's it's just unquantifiable to put into a number. I, I kind of like that in my back pocket and mm-hmm. you're totally right. Like I'll tell you in new England here, Pritch they're saying, what do the Patriots do? You know, defensively they didn't really play well against the run. They spent all this money in free agency. I know it's only one game. The funny thing is like the house is falling down, but everyone loves Mac Jones saying he's great <laughs> here. I'm looking good. You have people saying like, is Belichick getting, uh, is he losing it? Is he not as sharp as he used to be? There was a situation where Miami was actually calling out the plays that the Patriots are running, and Mac Jones winked at uh, at some of those defenders. So these things will snowball if you if you start to lose. But I would say, Pritch, maybe I'll throw it to you. Uh-huh. Going down 0-2, and the stats here, you know, only like one of ten make the playoffs. Now that it's 17 games, you know, you have, it's you have one more game to make up for it. Maybe we see some of these 0-2 teams come back that extra game could give them that you know, one extra win that they need to make it. But you're right. If you're up against the wall down 0-2. It's definitely not where you want to be.
2: Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, the AFC, for instance. I mean, think about the AFC and that conference uh, in general. Uh, and so if you're the Colts, uh, you do not want those uh, situation to be O two 2 for you. I mean, you're going to be fighting uh, uphill big time. And now now you're not out of the playoffs by any means. I get that. But uh, you start to question things a little bit right there. And so you do have a new quarterback, too. And uh, he hasn't settled in a lot of injuries, too. So just those questions kind of permeate into the locker room uh, and into the building, too. Josh, let's get to uh, the Dolphins and the Bills real quick. Uh, a preview of your playbook.
1: <laughs> yeah, here's a preview. Uh, I like Miami here. I think it's a pretty sharp play. This kind of is again that overreaction week where everyone's loving Buffalo. I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I have their overwind total ticket, so it wasn't a great start there even though I uh, got the Steelers there as a dog, but Buffalo is just one of these trendy teams up and coming. Everyone's loving the Bills Mafia, and they're kind of saying this week, hey, you know, they dropped one week one. Crazy things happen week one. They have to bounce back and win. They can't, Bills can't go down 0-2. They possibly mm-hmm. there's no way they can do that. Everyone's been in Buffalo. Yet a lot of these Buffalo Bills lines open uh, minus four, minus three and a half. The three and a halfs are still there, but I'm seeing a lot of these three and a halfs actually go down to three. So okay. uh, to me, if you're down to three, you wait and see with the juice minus 120. It may go back to three and a half, but I think getting the hook, again, I'll beat a dead horse here. Divisional dogs, Pritch. Divisional, divisional dogs and a team uh, in Western New York, New York, going down, you know, to South Florida here to have to play in the heat and the humidity. I think that's a, a really good edge to the Dolphins. My Patriots always struggle going down to Miami here, so uh, I think it's a tight game. I'll go Dolphins plus three and a half here at home. Divisional dog angle in on this one.
2: Okay, I got some intel that might help that play right there. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers Ooh. previewing, previewing the Raiders matchup. Uh, one of the writers out there was talking to me today about the fact that. Buffalo was holding a lot. A lot of calls didn't get called. Uh, So that Steelers defense really got after that offensive line for Buffalo. And we might see a similar thing there with the Dolphins as well. We continue with Josh's playbook and his plays. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Ready Network. Everybody make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VCN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game plus. Full access to vCin.com data and analysis. You get everything vCN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up right now at vCN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show, it's Betting Across America, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today, and we're about to get into Josh Applebaum's picks uh, for this coming weekend. Uh, I want to just mention this real quickly, though, Uh, get to the Market Insights podcast because you'll get a deeper dive into the information that Josh Applebaum's giving us right here uh, on the program today. Josh, what do you have for us this weekend?
1: Oh, I got a ton. Let me just throw this injury uh, update for you, though, Pritch. Just saw this break. Josh Jacobs running back for uh, the Raiders here, your neck of the woods here, Pritch. Mm -hmm toe ankle. He's been ruled out for this Pittsburgh Steelers okay. game. So that's kind of a big injury and I am seeing some movement here back toward Pittsburgh. You know, one point I was saying Vegas kind uh, of, con- they are contrarian public is on Steelers after that big win in Buffalo. But um, you know, at one point I was like a six kind of stayed where it was at. We're seeing creep up to six and a half now. So there's late movement there uh, coming in for uh, coming in for the Steelers at home. But okay. a couple of games uh, that I have in pocket or Pritch. you know, we talked about the dolphins. I took the dolphins three and a half again, divisional dogs uh, beating a dead horse here, but that's really my go-to play play in the NFL, especially if it's a line freeze or a line move in favor of that divisional dog. So I'm looking at uh Miami plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Colts. Yep. This is kind of the epitome of a Bilo sell high. Uh Colts lost, Rams won, everyone betting the Rams. Yet Rams opened minus four down to three and a half. Uh, give me the Colts plus three and a half here. We talked about the Eagles. Um, so I like that we have some overlap here, Pritch. I, I'm, I'm loving seeing that. But uh, the Eagles, to me, we always joke on Lombardi line. They don't, you know, Eagles fans don't need the points. Pritch, silver linings playbook. As long as you, you got the good juju and, you know, you're at the game, and you're tailgating, everything's fine. You're just going to win outright. Uh, but I'll grab the points here. You know, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. But I just love that that's a real public play to San Fran. But the Eagles line move and even liability on the three. Again, that was four some shops three and a half down to three, you would have really liked the Eagles with the hook, but even at three, I think it's worthwhile because it's maybe trending down to two and a half. Now the other ones that we didn't mention here, Pritch, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I don't know what, if you can call it intuition or whatever, but based on this line movement, I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings win this game. This is kind of a ultimate buy low, sell high, where everyone's off that that Minnesota Vikings train. Um, you know, they lose straight up to the Bengals and you know, they're the laughing stock there. That was a sharp play to the Bengals that came through. But then on the flip side, Cardinals roll over the Titans, look amazing. Chandler Jones has five sacks. They look unstoppable. However, Arizona opened minus four and a half at home. It's down to three and a half. So if Mm. everyone is backing the Cardinals who are looking great, and really no one wants to touch the Vikings who look terrible, why didn't the Cardinals, if they're opening four and a half, get up to five? Five and a half, six. It's gone the other way. It's moving toward Minnesota. So again, public perceptions are really based on just a one-game sample of how you performed last week. And if everyone's thinking Vikings are bad and Cardinals are good, yet the line's going to the Vikings, give me Minnesota here plus the hook. I think it's a field goal game, and again, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. But Pritch, the big boy, the big daddy play of the week to me is the Baltimore Ravens. I think this is going to be, as a contrarian better, as good as it gets. Uh, from a data driven standpoint. Mm-hmm. So number one, uh, KC opens minus two and a half on the road. This is your Sunday night football game. So any kind of game between the chiefs and the Ravens would, would be the highest ticket count, you know, handle, uh, you know, game of the week, but now it's prime time. Now it's Sunday night. This is going to get a, this is going to break shatter records for ticket counts here. And everyone's betting the chiefs chiefs open minus two and a half. You did have some respected money early minus two and a half on Kansas city lay that number, but now you got to ask yourself, it's now up to four. Are you going to lay a four on the chiefs? With the public, and I'm seeing ticket counts of nine, 90%. I mean, literally, nine out of 10 bets on the Chiefs here. Um, we joke around, Prej. I like any team that's under like 40% of tickets, 30% of tickets. When you're getting 10% of tickets, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a really good spot here to bet against the public. But again, Chiefs open two and a half, gets up to four. If you're laying the four now with Kansas City, you're getting the worst of the number after the value's gone and you're with the public in a heavily bet game. I flip it the other way. I love this spot for the Ravens. They lose in prime time as a favorite, lose lose straight up. Anyone who bet them is mad at them and doesn't want to play them. Whereas easy, anytime Mahomes rolls out the ball, they're going to be the popular play. So buying low on a plus four dog in prime time, an inflated line after they open two and a half, to me, that's really the epitome of value there. So maybe it's a three-point game. Again, I'm fine with the Chiefs winning, continuing to win, as long as they don't cover. That's been their trend here recently. I love this spot for Baltimore. It's just you never get a team getting 10, of bets in a primetime game pitch that almost never happens. And as a contrarian better, that really excites me. Give me the Ravens plus four here.
2: All right. Well said there too, Josh. I mean, I was looking at the injury report because I was curious about uh, all the injuries for the Ravens, Ronnie Stanley, they're all pro left tackle. He's doubtful uh, for this game. Uh, against the Chiefs now the Chiefs defensively um, they don't knock your socks off right I mean they're, it, it's the Chiefs uh, but they're all about Patrick Mahomes and uh, so I wonder uh, defensively with all the injuries too with the Ravens I know they're at home but now you couple all of that with uh, Ronnie Stanley the left tackle being doubtful in on this one too uh, I wondered how difficult that would be for the Ravens
1: Oh, I think it'll be difficult here, Pritch. This is where Michael Lombardi says Josh just likes Coke machines and <laughs> likes numbers, so that that that's the joke here. But no, you're totally right. And I think again, maybe that was that two and a half opener. Why? Okay, maybe that, you know sharps look at their numbers and maybe they had it as a three point game and there's value minus two and a half. But you're totally right, Pritch. All these things, I don't like it anymore. And mm-hmm. you know, I still think this is kind of baked into the cake. Maybe based on the way this line has moved a little bit. But I would say too, in terms of the total, um, are, do you want to get in a shootout here with the with the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't think so. I think if the Ravens want to win this game, or cover. They got to keep it close. They need a a 24 21 game, you know, a 27 24 game, something like that. And it does kind of jive with what we're seeing with the total. A lot of these books open a really high total of 55 and a half. uh, And now it's down to 54 and a half. So we've seen some under money in prime time. Maybe we get a little more running the ball, you know, chewing up the clock, that sort of thing, playing good defense, you know, being good in the red red zone, giving up three instead of seven. I kind of like that sneaky contrarian under. It just opened so high. Public is hammering the over, saying Mahomes, you know, he'll put up thirty-five on his own, but yet it's falling. Tells me maybe a little uh, reverse line movement to the under there.
2: Okay, because I want to revisit this game. It's the Saints and the Panthers, and we talked about it briefly a, a, a little while ago. But uh, getting back to that from a market. Uh, insight standpoint could this line move further Josh I mean we're seeing right now the Saints minus three and a half of uh, 44 and a half is the total
1: yeah it could I mean basically you know the way I'm looking at it is uh, the three and a half and again this is something you can do it's not going to be guaranteed every single mm-hmm. time but look at all find a, a consensus group of books I like to look, like to look for market setting books books that take in big wagers, bit books that take in high handles, put them side by side. Just go to visoncom slash odds. You can see all the sports books side by side and look at what the juice is telling you. And again, it's not a guarantee that it's gonna move that direction or that side's gonna win with the liability, but it's helping you predict where the next move is likely to come from. So Pritch, I'm thinking you know, at one point like, hey, can I wait it out and get a four here with the Panthers? But I don't know. A lot of these books that I'm seeing are minus three and a half, minus 105 for New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So that means the Panthers Plus three and a half is minus one fifteen. So that kind of tells me if it's if you know. And again, it's only two days away, but a lot can change in two days. Could this go to four? It's possible, but you know, gun to my head, I'd say it may be more likely to go down to three because a lot of these plus three and halves are minus one fifteen. So that's a good signal there. Even though the though the uh, Saints are coming off a big win and the popular play here, it's not trending back up in their direction. If anything, it's coming down. I think this could be a tight game. I'm I'm going to grab the three and a half here with Carolina.
2: Yeah, I like that play too. And the reason why I wanted to focus on it was because I want to grab that three and a half right now if I can, as opposed to uh, maybe waiting. Because you know, typically you get closer and closer injury reports to dropping. Uh, you just mentioned the breaking news about Josh Jacobs, and things can happen. Uh, that could affect your bet or influence more line movement, too. So uh, that's a good number, I think, for the Carolina Panthers at home uh, getting three and a half points.
1: I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, if we, uh, if we can throw up, um, you know, Ben, these, these ticket and money count tickets uh, from BetMGM. Mm -hmm. you know, you want to go contrarian uh, on the screen right here. Your three biggest contrarian plays would be betting against the saints, betting against the chiefs and betting against the Cardinals. So remember ticket percentage is always the raw amount of tickets. It has nothing to do with money. It's the tickets written. And the biggest, most popular plays are these teams laying the points. So in on the flip side, your top contrarian plays would be, you know, Carolina plus three and a half, Uh, You know, we're showing three and a half here, but if you can find Ravens plus four, Mm -hmm. then of course that Cardinals game, we talked about grabbing Minnesota at three and a half. So uh, those are the big ones you like to look at. To me, if you want to bet against the public, always focus on that ticket percentage. Those would be your, your top three contrarian plays to bet against those teams listed there in that middle column.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And again, you can get all this deeper dive information right there from uh, the Market Insights podcast by Josh Applebaum. It is extraordinary. I highly recommend it right there for sure uh, to get all this pertinent information and certainly helps you to that decision point. Uh, it's like the I couldn't come to a decision point with Washington and the Giants because of uh conflicting thoughts right there. I just didn't have a conviction there for that play. And there's nothing wrong with that either.
1: No, there's nothing wrong with that. And Pritch, I texted you, I said, you're gonna ride G-Men with me and you're like, uh, oh, let's get some trepidation here. Yeah. But what I love about you is you use it as a scouting opportunity. Mm-hmm. Remember this. If you're a better, you don't have if like if you don't have a strong enough conviction on a bet, don't bet it. You should only bet when you feel confident, you've done your research, you feel prepared, you feel like you're getting a good number. Uh, if you don't Watch the game anyway. We all love sports. We're oh, yeah. betting on them even more. But all the things that you can watch this game and be a scout, you know, you can use that down the road. So even though you didn't bet last game, Pritch, I know you took you had a lot of takeaways that can hopefully cash you a few tickets down the road just from that time you spent watching the game with a critical eye.
2: Yeah, I love film study. I mean, it got me uh to be a first rounder in the National Football League. So I do that right now, Josh has a better even. I mean, because I want to get to that level uh, with my betting and certainly have the help and the benefit of Vicent. And all our experts in certainly doing this show with you uh, has paid off uh, big-time uh, dividends. Teachable moment in college football. Maybe we'll have time for that in the next segment. But it's rapid fire. Uh, we're going to start with the Broncos and the Jaguars as we go down the schedule uh, of the National Football League right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah,
2: Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The king of sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSEN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code vcent 200 to win $200 in free bets if any pro football team scores a touchdown. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly if you feel you have a problem. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you on a football frenzied Friday. So here we go, Josh. We're going to do it. Get all these games in on the schedule. Uh, the Broncos at the Jaguars. A lot of people are getting nervous about this game. A little late-breaking news. Bradley Chubb, uh, the outside linebacker, hopes that he will be able to play uh, in this game against the Jaguars.
1: You know, first off, Pritch, I want you to take a bow because if people didn't see this, the Broncos Twitter put out their top five <laughs> plays of all time, and guess what was number one? My co host, my guy, Mike Pritchard, Elway to Pritchard, week 14, 1995. So, real quick, Pritch, 10, 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> Drop that play. How'd it feel? Bring, what, what kind of memories did that bring back? Because uh, bronco I don't think you're ever going to have to buy a beer in Denver ever again. You probably haven't anyway, but
2: uh, number one <laughs> play in Broncos history. I love that. I know. How about that against the Jaguars? Yeah, I mean, that play, that's vintage Elway. I mean, uh, if you understand Elway as a receiver, uh, he was always going to look for that big play opportunity. So I happened to be on a go route on the right side of the sideline, and uh, he was buying time in the pocket. It looked like he was scrambling. So I sprinted across the end zone uh, to try to uncover. I was getting double covered, too. Josh, I safety and a corner. Uh, but Elway, he threw that ball on a rope between two defenders. All I had to do was catch it uh, and get my feet down in the end zone, and I was able to do that. So I was exhausted, though. I, I ran about 100 yards, a full sprint. <laughs> on that play, but it worked out.
1: Oh, it was worth it, Pritch but congrats man. When I saw that I'm like, Hey, I work I work with that guy. It's my co-host. I love it. That's my quarterback uh, Pritch. Uh, for for Denver Jacksonville. I, I and now I'm going to be a buzzkill here. I'm going to okay. go Jaguars. I, I don't, uh, it's one of those gross plays that kind of gets me excited here. It's that by low, sell high that, uh, you know, that overreaction week two where Broncos look great and rolled over the G-men Jaguars look terrible and lose straight up as, as uh, against the Houston Texans as a favorite. However, a lot of these books, Pritch. Minus six and a half mm-hmm. Broncos uh, around there down to six at some of these shops. They're really lopsided play where everyone is on Denver yet. The line is kind of dropping here to the Jags a little bit. So we talk about these injuries. Uh, Jerry Judy's going to be out here quite a bit. Uh, You also look at Denver, you know, two straight road games. We've talked about that all week. Mm -hmm. how that's kind of a difficult spot for a lot of these players. And the Jags at home, the swamp, it's hot. Uh, It's kind of tough if you're not used to that. So I'll go the plus six here. Here's my thing. I'll walk a tightrope. Can we get a six and a half? Is this so overwhelming? It's already three out of four bets on Denver. Is it so overwhelming that maybe the hook pops up between now and Sunday? I'll I'll look out for that. If I can find it, I'll grab it. If not give me the plus six here it just thinks to me pritch this line's too low and, and it should be moving to denver but it's not it's actually dropping to the jags i'll go jags here maybe they lose by three we'll see what happens
2: okay line movement towards the browns here at home two minus 13 now uh, against houston 48s the total
1: yeah this one's a tough for me pritch i'll go houston it's kind of an inflated dog spot mm-hmm. you know a lot of these books i saw at one point were like 11 11 and a half 12 now you're getting uh, 12 and a half 13. I, this is again, favorites, early dogs, late. See as high of a numbers you can get. The funny thing is Houston, you know, comes up huge for dog betters in week one and it's still back to, Hey, they're terrible and they stink. They got no respect for that. win there, pritch which is fine with me. I think this team, <laughs> uh, they're not flashy, but there's a lot of professional football players on this team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're going to uh, maybe they'll probably, you know, flirt with that four win total, maybe go under, maybe, uh, you know, push that number there. But one system that I do have here buying low on inflated dog is, Will be September uh, double-digit dogs. If you're a, a double-digit dog getting 10 or more in the month of September, you're uh, 57% ATS the last decade. So it looks disgusting. But can they lose by 12? Can you lose by 10? You know, can you keep it close? Uh, that's a big, big number here with a low total or lower total under yeah. 50. I don't love it, but I'll I'll go I'll go Texans here in the points All
2: right and Noah Beckham Jr. too. So I mean minus thirteen. That's a lot of points. Period. I don't care who you are. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of points. Period in the National Football League. I, I think cully has got one more week though, Josh, that he can use that mantra: "Us against the world. Nobody believes in us. Nobody's respecting us." For the Houston Texans, uh, I, one more week and then the wheels fall off for that franchise though.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to see how that plays. out moving going for but yeah, he can play that until, uh, until maybe it is the case. And no one really does believe in
2: you. <laughs> right. How about the Raiders and the Steelers kind of talked about this, Josh Jacobs. Is he, he's ruled out. That's the news that you got with that foot. He's and ruled ankle? out. Yeah. Okay.
1: Toe, ankle, something Toe, like that. Yeah. To me, Pritch, this is kind of a tough one. Again, dogs are, are doing great so far. 13 and four ATS. It is a short week. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind out. Uh, keep an eye out as well here for Vegas. Now, again, this, a lot of these books were like six. Now I saw a couple books at one point got to five and a half, and I was like, okay, Raiders getting big points here. You know, hey, a little movement in their favor. I think with this Jacobs injury, again, it's now six and a half. Does it get to seven? Maybe that could be a buy low spot here on the Raiders. I'll, I'll take Raiders, Pritch, but it worries me. I'll defer to you. What's your What's your take on this matchup here?
2: Well, a short week, uh, that's a grind, too. A lot of guys are questionable. Incognito, questionable. Ingold, fullback, questionable. Uh, Kwiatkowski, linebacker, questionable. Um, Mariota, the backup quarterback, he's doubtful. Uh, so you, 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 you're one play away from Nathan Peterman, perhaps going into this game for the Raiders. Uh, you got Nassib who's questionable, um, on a short week. I mean, a lot of bumps and bruises for a very physical game or the results of a very physical game that they played against the uh, Ravens. Uh, so now you go across country. It's going to be a difficult spot though for the Raiders.
1: I think it is too, Pritch. That's the one thing that worries me. And again, yeah. you're really not getting any like line freeze, reverse line movement. If anything, it's now going a little bit to the Steelers. But my one caveat would be Pritch, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going to bet a dog, mm-hmm. kind of like that Dallas Cowboys play where it's a similar sort of thing, it's a bigger number, but I want to bet on a dog who can score points. I mean, you can say what you want about, uh, about the Vegas Raiders, but they can put up points. So yeah. can they backdoor cover? Can they be down 12? You know, late and, and or down 13 late and score a touchdown, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I think that's what you're banking on. I like betting a dog if they are good offensively and can, can put up points or backdoor cover.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Points uh, do favor the Raiders right there in that matchup. Uh, how about Cincinnati uh, and Chicago? More line movement, I believe, uh, Josh. Chicago now minus two and a half at home, 45 is a total.
1: This is a really, really kind of tough one for me because I've been going back and forth. So number one, a lot of these books open Chicago minus three at home. Yep. Typically you get three points home field advantage, you know, neutral site. The book bankers are pretty much telling you these teams are dead even, uh, but opens minus three gets down to some shops all the way down to like two. Uh, there's been a little buyback at the, on the two and a half. So you're off the key number. You're really not getting the best of it now with the Bengals. And what I'm worrying, and again, I went into the saying, I'm going to ride these dogs uh, throughout the month of September. That's when they're the best. But now I'm thinking Bengals are a really, really trendy dog. And I don't like trendy dogs, Pritch. I like the gross hazmat dogs that no one (laughs) thinks has any shot. Once they become popular, they lose a lot of their value. So since he's coming off a win as a dog and an upset victory, Chicago looked bad and got rolled there. I almost am leaning toward buying low on the Chicago bears in there. That's the way this is going. Like I'm looking at the Bengals getting two thirds of, of spread bets across the country. I mean, do you really want to be a popular Bengals better this week and you're not even getting the best of it? I'd consider buying low on Chicago here at home. I could just see, you know, when things are starting to look good in Cincinnati, you finally win your opener mm-hmm. to maybe uh, take a step back here. So I'm leaning Chicago here, Pritch. What do you think? What what would be your take here? Well,
2: you know, some people might mention the Andy Dalton angle, you know, for facing his former team, that kind of thing. But I, I don't buy into that. I mean, it's Andy Dalton. It's not like he's Tom Brady or something going up against the <laughs> Patriots, right? Uh, This is is Andy Dalton against the Bengals, and uh, I don't know if that excites you or not. I I do know Chicago was able to run the football uh, against the Rams at times, uh, and I wonder if they'll get back to that, though.
1: Yeah, I think that's something to keep an eye out for. And again, looking at the total, it's kind of stayed around 45. So mm-hmm. we'll see how this thing goes. If you kind of an experiment you can do, does this get back to three? If you start to see any two and a half juiced up, like they're going back to three, that's going to be a good sign for Chicago. But again, uh, I like dogs. I like going contrarian, but this is a popular dog. And it's kind of a rare fade, the trendy dog contrarian play for Chicago. So I may, again, I'm not totally sold, but I'm kind of leaning buying law in Chicago here.
2: All right. Do you like the dog going up against your guy, Tom Brady? Uh, Atlanta on the road, plus 13, getting 13 points, Josh, 52 is a total.
1: I'm going to take Atlanta here, Pritch again. <laughs> uh, you know, divisional dog, the other one we talk about divisional dogs, double digit divisional yeah. dogs. So we can layer on more systems here, uh, over the past decade, they're 57% ATS. And you also saw some books, Pritch, you know, 13 is the number on our board, but I'm seeing some shops, uh, quite a few down to 12 and a half. So it's kind of leaning a little bit there toward Falcons. Uh, Divisional game also Atlanta didn't play well uh, got rolled there by the Eagles. So you're buying low on the Falcons. Uh, and the Buccaneers, who, uh, again, eked out a win there late for me and my survivor, Pritch. By the way, I am going Packers in Survivor, so if, if the Lions win and hell freezes over, I'll be out in <laughs> my Survivor. But uh, I'll take the Falcons, your, your former team here. What do you think, Pritch? Can they lose by 12 or less? That's my question.
2: Well, I tell you, I mean, it's a divisional dog here, right? I mean, a lot yeah. of points. It's just so many points, but we are seeing a lot of things happen uh, in the opening weeks of the season so far. Still turnovers. Uh, determining games, and I saw that last night. I, I think that trend kind of continues as the starters get acclimated to the season. I didn't play a lot in preseason, so they still have some uh, things to work out and iron out some wrinkles right there uh, going into week two.
1: Yeah, again, these are the things we got to look at moving forward. Yep. Uh, and again, look at that late movement game day, last 10, 20 minutes, Pritch. But uh, it's been a great week, my man. Yep. Uh, let's, let's hope the dog keep barking for us.
2: Let's do it. Let's get after it. Great job on the program. Good luck with all your bets. Uh, the Edge coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: work.